1: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Are you a
0: lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you
1: enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon
0: Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a general hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Poor Charles 411, part four of Maxie Jones, the Nathan years. Didn't we say this was going to be three? Yeah. And now we're on four I don't maybe know five. how we thought that it was going to be three because Liz took. That's true. Four, I think.
1: And she wasn't as honest as, yeah. as Maxie. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, it's not all the Nathan years, but it's after she and Nathan officially got together. They just
1: found each other after being on separate, yes. separate states. They connected for... A year after they met. Yes. For their first... Well, was it their first kiss? I don't think it was their first kiss. That was the whole point. No, I don't Great. think it was... Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, it was.
0: After they kissed, Nathan says he waited a whole year to do that. Ah, to touch like her that. and look at her. Well, that sounds creepy, but okay. I guess we'll just jump into it. All right. So this was 2015. Maxie says he has looked at her, but he says not like she was his and he was hers. Maxie says it feels good. And Nathan says it feels unreal. He also says 2015 is their year and they kiss again. Then Maxie pulls away and tells him that she can't believe he tricked her. She thought he stood for truth and honesty. He says he did. Leave when she told him that her cab was broke down because he couldn't stand the thought of her being alone at midnight. She asks, "What made him come back?" "Um, hello." He tells her that it was a little nagging, a little voice was nagging at him, and that he was going to miss her and that he should stay put. They both agreed that it was good that he stayed. Well, duh. Okay. <laughs> Maxie asks Nathan well because they had just discussed the let's not move in together before we even kiss. Right. Yeah. Maxie asks Nathan if he was responsible for the food, and Nathan said that it was Dante and Lulu, even you know, they just ate all the food. Yes. Maxie says she doesn't deserve Nathan because he is all the things she isn't and she is always messing things up. Nathan tells Maxie that he could that she could not be more wrong and that he thinks she is beautiful, funny, loving, and flawed. I love that. Yes. Cause he's acknowledging her mistakes or her flaws. Yeah. After a bit of awkwardness between the two, they head to the bedroom and make love for the first time. Wow. Well, they had waited a whole year. Yes. The next morning, Nathan and Maxie wake up in bed together and continue making love. Afterwards, Maxie asks Nathan if he was tutored in seduction, like he was tutored in French, because he knows how to dazzle her. He speaks French to her and says it's a gift. And she says that she has a gift for him, her lips, and then they kiss. Nathan, it's it's weird to read this. I'm sure that it was not <laughs> awkward to watch it, right? Right. But Nathan pulls away, and Maxie thinks it's because she has morning breath, but he says no. He likes the way she tastes, but he needs 20 minutes to recharge. <laughs> <laughs> she tells him not to scare her like that, and that sometimes a kiss is <laughs> just a kiss. I think purposely wrote these to sound ridiculous. Make everyone blush, but okay. (sighs) He asks if this is one of those times and she says no. Later on, Nathan makes makes breakfast in his underwear and then Maxie comes in. They talk and Maxie jumps on him. They end up having sex all over the living room. (laughs) At the Metro Court, Maxie is seen talking to Lulu about her night with Nathan and how amazing it was. She also finds out that Johnny got out of prison. She and Lulu talk about how Lulu did shots with Johnny when the when right then Dante walked in and wasn't very happy. Lulu assured Maxie that she only has eyes for Dante, and Maxie says she only has eyes for Nathan. Then, the two admire Jake Doe from their seats. Moments later, Nathan and Dante walk in, and Nathan and Maxie kiss. Later on, Nathan takes Maxie back to the apartment, where he says, nous devons dépaché, and then he tells her that it means they have to hurry because he only has an hour. I'm going to I know how to say part of that because I took French for four years and three of it was honors French, but it's been 21 years. (laughs) As he lifts her on the bed, she says she loves when he talks demanding to her, especially in French. The French language is a lot better than. They made an entire song about would you like to sleep with me tonight? And it's Mm -hmm. Foulez-vous coucher avec moi, ça soit." Mm -hmm. While they're making out, she says that she's not objecting to sex on his lunch break, to which he says good, but that he practically kidnapped her. He says that he couldn't help himself and had to make sure that she only had eyes for him. She says, as opposed to who, and Nathan says the guy at the Metro Court, (laughs) she was checking out. They continue making out. He lays her down in the bed, and they make love. They stop making out, but Nathan wants to continue because he only has an hour for lunch and wants to make the most of it. Besides, he doesn't want her attention wandering.
1: It wasn't wandering. No.
0: Maxie tells him that he shouldn't be jealous, period. Maxie notes that she told Lulu he looks more like a soldier than a bartender. Nathan says, he could she could be right and he tells her that the bartender is jake doe and sam morgan is sure that he is the one that took her hostage and shot him maxi says she doesn't believe that it was jake doe because who would stick around after that then they talk about jason and his relationship with sam after they talk they get dressed and make plans to see each other later in 2015 nathan and Maxie break up due to spinelli as ellie broke up with spinelli thinking that he wanted maxi weeks later spinelli and Maxie get back together and seem relatively happy. They also plan to go to the nurse's ball together, as do Nathan and Ellie. By the end of the nurse's ball, Nathan and Maxie get back together, as do Spinelli and Ellie. And you can listen to all of that in our conversation about Ellie.
1: Yes. We that was the all year that they did the Dear Future Husband yes. with Sam and all of them. That was still one of my favorite numbers. That was a cute one. It was super cute. And yes. then it got to the end of it, and Spinelli was like, oh, wow, Maxie looks nice. I mean, or Ellie looks nice. I mean, Maxie looks nice. And that was how they ended up swapping back. Yep. On February 26th through 29th, 2016, while Nathan was on pain meds after being shot, Maxie tells Nathan that she loves him. And he replies by saying, I love you too, Claudette. I remember that moment. You were, everyone was like,
0: what?
1: Oh, and he has that crappy
0: excuse. Anyway. Well, so I guess, so the nurse's ball happens in like May. So nothing else happened for like six months with them, seven months with them. I guess they just fell in love and they just didn't feel the need to give that much detail about all the times that
1: they hooked up. We don't need to read 50 more paragraphs.
0: 50 shades of Maxie.
1: (laughs) When Maxie asks about Claudette, Nathan lied and told her that it was his French poodle and then later said that it was his ex-girlfriend. On March 14th, 2016, Nathan reveals to Dante that Claudette was his wife. On April 4th, he told Maxie that Claudette was his ex-wife. It was a marriage of convenience and that they had had it annulled he later reveals to his mother Liesel Albrecht that he told Maxie about Claudette but didn't tell her everything on April 28th Albrecht revealed that Nathan told Maxie the revealed that if Nathan told Maxie the truth about what happened with Claudette then Maxie would tell Lulu and if Lulu told Dante then Nathan would end up in Pentonville penitentiary in May while transporting fugitive Carlos Rivera the van crashes and Carlos escapes While searching, Carlos hits Nathan over the head with a rock, which causes Nathan to need surgery.
0: Hmm.
1: On June 6th and 7th, 2016, Nathan revealed that he had shot Claudette's lover in a drunken rage. The lover was later revealed to be Dr. Griffin Monroe. That was so good. Okay, but they should say priest Griffin Monroe. Because it was like shocking that he was a doctor, but it was more shocking that he had been a priest. Right, right. Let's not forget about that. Father Monroe. Father Monroe. There you go. That's what Ava always called him. Father Monroe. Yes. I like the way she said that. In July 2016, Claudette... Bolio, Is that how they said it? Mm-hmm. Okay. A.K.A. C.J. Boland is seen arriving at the Metro Court Hotel for an interview with an unsuspecting Maxie Jones about a graphic design job with Crimson. After a short interview, Maxie is so impressed that Claudette gets the job. Later on, Claudette surprises Nathan in a hotel room at the Metro Court Hotel the two of them argue, then rehash the past, and she tells him about getting a job at Crimson with Maxie. Afterwards, she then apologizes to him, but he tells her that she can't work with Maxie and that she needs to leave Port Charles immediately, to which she agrees. Nathan le- Nathan leaves to check her out of the hotel, but when he comes back, he finds Maxie with her. And
0: we did an entire 411 about Claudette when we thought she was coming
1: back. Yes. So I still don't know why they haven't brought her neither back. Neither do I. She's lost somewhere along with Hayden. Yep. Anyway. On September 21st, 2016, Claudette reveals to Nathan that she had given birth to a daughter whom she named Charlotte soon after their relationship ended. Claudette believed that Nathan was Charlotte's father, but knew there was a small chance that her former lover, Griffin Monroe, could be the father. Immediately after getting this news, Nathan tells his fiance, Maxie Jones, who encourages him to get a paternity test done. Good job, Maxie. Claudette has a lock of Charlotte's hair and a necklace and they used it to conduct the DNA test. Nathan sent the sample to a private lab. Good. (laughs) That's why he's dead. (laughs) Right. Exactly. He was just a little too smart. Yep. On September 29th. Oh, sorry. If you didn't know that already, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) On September 29th, the DNA test confirms that Nathan is Charlotte's father. Nathan wants to see his daughter as soon as possible, but Claudette is afraid to reveal their daughter's whereabouts. When pushed, Claudette tells Nathan she is trying to protect her daughter and herself from Valentine Cassadine, with whom she had a prior romantic entanglement. After things went south between Claudette and Valentine, he began threatening her and Charlotte, so they went into hiding. It was later revealed that Griffin is actually Charlotte's father. Even when you use a private lab, you don't know the results were correct. Nope. After Claudette fled the country, it was revealed that Valentine is actually Charlotte's father. Claudette is last seen on a plane headed back to Canada when Valentine appears and takes the seat next to her, stating that she took something that belongs to him. It is most likely Valentine had Claudette killed, but we still don't know that, and that's why we thought she was coming back. Mm-hmm. On December 8th, 2016, it was revealed that Claudette had no biological claim to Charlotte as she was just the surrogate. On December 29th, it's revealed that Claudette never signed or had the divorce papers filed. Therefore, she and Nathan were still married. Nathan believed that she wanted to use their marriage to protect Charlotte, but Max- Maxie believed otherwise and reminded him that Claudette is a pathological liar. Yes.
0: <laughs> just a little. That was really good stuff. I
1: liked that was so It was a good, good storyline. Yeah. It was a good storyline. And they played it well. It yeah. wasn't too overly dramatic, but it wasn't all down either. You really yep. did wonder what the heck was going on. Yeah.
0: On January 4th, 2017, Valentine deleted his contact of Claudette, hinting that he may have taken care of her. On January 11th, Valentine secretly had his connections in the Canadian authorities report to Nathan and Maxie, who had come to Canada to find her, that Claudette had committed suicide a month ago, ending the search for her. With her death, Nathan and Maxie were finally able to get married. (gasps) What? Was Maxie and Nathan's marriage never... Because if Claudette didn't die... Then it
1: would have never been true, right? Oh my God.
0: Nathan and Maxie were married on January 17th, 2017. How did they
1: forget the proposal?
0: Yeah. Okay, so over in the Nathan and Maxie page, back to 2016, on Valentine's Day 2016, Maxie thought that Nathan was going to propose when he pulled out a jewelry box, but it was a charm bracelet for her and she was relieved that she wasn't, as she wasn't ready to get married. But then on the 26th, after Nathan was shot, Maxie proposed to him, but he turned her down knowing she wasn't ready. And then that was right before when he said the I love you Claudette stuff. But then on April 15th through 18th, because it takes three days. Right. Nathan proposes to Maxie at the Metro Court after some hesitation regarding his ex-wife. She says yes. But then he proposed again on the 22nd, actually with a ring. And she said yes, yes. (laughs) Yes, yes.
1: Okay. So he had proposed back then. So she wasn't ready in February, but she was in April. Well, that's two months. Okay. I feel like that was a little quick. I think him getting shot brought her to the revelation that she wanted to be with All right, go ahead.
0: So they were married on January 17th, 2017 at the Metro Court, surrounded by family and friends with Lulu serving as matron of honor and Dante as best man. Her little girl, Georgie, was also there, and her father, Spinelli, officiated the ceremony, which was the best, like, that's the biggest blessing. Yes. On March 29th, due to Storm's absence, it was explained that Maxie took a job in Portland, Oregon for three months. On May 3rd, Maxie revealed that she had extended her trip, much to Nathan's dislike. And this was what we were talking about, that Kirsten had to be taking some time off due to health reasons. Right. On May 4th, nurse Amy Driscoll revealed that Maxie was a witch in high school and was a head cheerleader who cut Amy from the team because she wasn't the right type. On July 24th through 25th, Maxie returned and reunited with Nathan, but it was revealed that the magazine in Portland still needs her and she's only on a three-hour layover on her way to Paris on August 9th. Maxie surprises Nathan at the PCPD on another layover, this time on her way back to Portland. Before they can spend any quality time together, Nathan is called out on a case and Maxie tags along. It turns out to be Mac and Felicia who are having sex in the park. (laughs) So Nathan helps them out by not pressing charges against them and Maxie gives them hell for it. Afterward, Nathan takes her to the airport. Maxie returns to Port Port Charles for good on August 29th and finds out from Felicia that Nathan has been spending a lot of time with Amy. When Maxie finds them outside of a hotel room, she misinterprets everything and ends up slapping both of them. On August 30th, Nathan finally tells Maxie that he's the face of Ask Man Landers, which we need to talk about sometime because that
1: was fun. And that's why Felicia and Mac were hooking up in the car. Which yes. Because Man Landers told them to space things up. Yep. On Thanksgiving, Maxie tells Nathan that she is pregnant.
0: And and then it's found out that both of them find out that Cesar Faison is Nathan's father. And then we're into, is that the only thing that happened in 2018? Or is that also I feel 2018? Like that had to be the
1: beginning of 2018. <laughs> yeah.
0: So we're just, yeah, it is. Okay. Um, I don't know why they put that sentence. I don't know. All right, let me just. So on Thanksgiving, Maxie tells Nathan that she is pregnant, and they soon find out that Nathan's dad is Cesar Faison.
1: That's terrifying. That's a horrible way to end a year. Right, exactly. On January 24th, Nathan and Maxie had their ultrasound, found out about baby James that still doesn't have a birthday. <laughs> Poor kid. On January 25th and 26th, Maxie was held hostage at gunpoint by Faison, and Nathan tried to save her, but Faison shot Nathan's half brother, Petus peter august after peter pulled a gun peter had arranged for Phazon to come to town so jason would kill him nathan responded to a police call and was shot in the chest by Faison. peter was fine as he was wearing a bulletproof vest which he later destroyed nathan was rushed to gh in critical condition alongside Phazon, who was shot by jason morgan when Phazon held carly hostage shortly after that was like just a whole big mess those couple days mm-hmm. everyone held hostage and shooting everyone On January 31st, Nathan died from complications of his gunshot wound, leaving Maggie, Maggie, (laughs) I can't read, leaving Maxie devastated and the baby fatherless. When Peter visited Faison, he taunted him by saying that he, Peter, had Drew's flash drive and that Nathan was dead. Faison had trouble breathing and grabbed for the emergency button while begging his son for help. Peter whisked the button out of Faison's hand and leaves Faison to gasp for air and ultimately die. Which we didn't think was that bad at that point in time because Phase On was so bad. It was like Peter was doing something right. Right, exactly. We didn't know that Peter was just crazy.
0: Yeah. What? All right. Let's go over to Nathan and Maxie and see if there's anything that we missed. Because that's it for Nathan.
1: That love story was just so cute. It just they made did. Me feel so squishy watching it. It was so romantic. The way he-, <gasps> he
0: felt the baby kick for the first time the day before he died. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. Don't that's cry. Sweet. Don't
0: cry. He. We do have to do an entire thing about Nathan, even though we pretty much just shared most of it through Maxie, because that really was his only storyline. They were only married a year. Yeah. It felt like so much longer. It did. Because the lead up to it Mm -hmm. took so much longer. Well,
1: that whole year before they kissed, they were so cute together. Yeah. Because they were handcuffed together in the park, and that was all like steamy, but they weren't actually hooking up. Right. Exactly. I think that that's why we remember it so fondly, is because you wanted them to get together so long before they actually right. got together. Oh yeah. And that whole New Year's Eve thing was so cute. It was. But
0: hands down, he had the best funeral that
1: because they actually did it as a police yes, funeral.
0: It was uh, very honoring. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was it was great to watch. I know that this one was really short, but I really don't feel like it makes sense for us to go on because now the next section would be all Peter. Right. So I guess we just kinda ended on Nathan died and so did phase on. Yeah. So I guess I thought that the Nathan stuff was going to take a little bit longer cute. to read. Yeah. yeah. But I guess we did cover a lot of Nathan. That's the thing. They're actual. I don't think I had really thought about the fact that they actually were only together for two years.
1: So much happened. Yeah. That's why. Because they were on almost every day during that time. Yes. Yes. I think that's why it feels longer. And his funeral was whenever they had Georgie come back, right? Yeah. To yep. take care of Maxie. Yep. Oh, so that was devastating. Yeah. So sad, but it was so nice. Yeah, no, I agree with you. If we go further, it's It's not going to be a Peter. good clean spot to end. Right. Because, yeah, they're already telling you when James was born. But then that brings us right into Peter. Right. So, yeah, I guess that's, that's it for Maxie for this week.
0: Next week, we will be finishing her because it will just be Peter. Peter. See, and it doesn't feel like her and Peter have been together that long. It's been three years. She will have been together with Peter longer than she was with Nathan. Oh, I don't like that. Well, no, because they didn't
1: necessarily get together. Right when James was born. Right. Because right. James just turned three two weeks ago, guys. Third year without a birthday party. Yep. Yeah, they didn't get right together, but there was still flirtiness there. I don't know. We'll get into it next week. I but felt I don't like, like there was a lot longer. of caring,
0: but right, you know, because it was never her and nathan had the will they won't they for so long and the not for nothing i mean he straight up told her she was spoiled yeah you know like i don't think they never didn't like each other but right yeah you still weren't a 100 percent sure Mm -hmm. so yeah all right so join us on monday as we recap this week's shows have a good weekend and we'll meet with the pier bye bye if you
1: enjoyed today's show we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on
0: many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com.